Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. I'm here to recap my game from Friday night, my first Friday night of the high school football season, and I was out in Allen. I was out at the Eagles Stadium, a familiar spot for me, um, for the uh, the first game of the uh, of the season for the defending Class 6A Division One state champions as Allen took on Horn out of Mesquite. Um, um, in the first half of the Tom Landry Classic, in a game between two teams that are perennially amongst the uh, you know the better ones in the Metroplex, thought there was a chance that this could be at least in the early goings a, a competitive game. Um, not so much, man. This was uh, this was no matter which way you look at it, whether um, no matter what phase, no matter what position. I mean, this was a uh, a fairly thorough hide tanning by the uh, by the defending champions, Allen uh, Allen, which is you know over the in recent years began the season on a little bit of a rocky note. Not the uh, you know not the uh, the convincing just you know death taxes and Allen blowing you out you know style of football that Allen normally imposes. Um, at least early on, you know, it's taken them a little while to find their footing. They did not have an issue with that whatsoever on Friday night. They just, uh, they lay waste to the Horn Jaguars and win 40 to nothing. It's right, a shutout. Um, I mean, I've, I'm entering, I want to say this is going to be my fifth or sixth year on the Allen beat. Um, so naturally, with covering Allen over the years, you were going to, you know, inevitably have to, you know, suffer through, uh, you know, some uh, some shutouts along the way, some lopsided games. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm accustomed to seeing Allen, you know, blank teams that aren't, you know, going to make the playoffs or, you know, going to finish last in the district. I'm not used to seeing Allen hang a goose egg on a, uh, on a team that is coming off a district championship and is perennially going multiple rounds deep in the playoffs like Horn. This was even by Allen's standards at least from, you know, in uh, you know, an impartial observer. This was surprising. Um Allen was uh, you know, a little shaky out of them. I mean, their first drive was, you know, was a little was a little rocky, but then after that, they just, I mean, it looked just like, I mean, it looked like they were in midseason form. Allen scores on four consecutive scoring drives to round out the first half. They open up a 26-0 lead at the break um, in a game that, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Horn never really threatened. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of you know, as far as what kind of contributed to, um, you know, the kind of the separation in this one, um, at least on Horn's end of the uh, end of the equation. Before I get into, you know, just what Allen did. I mean, Horn just had a real tough time controlling Allen at the line of scrimmage, which. No shock. Lots of teams. It's going to be an issue for lots of teams, but it was specifically apparent on the, um, you know, for Horn's offense. Um, you know, quarterback Jermaine Givens, one of the most athletic and dynamic, uh, you know, dual threat quarterbacks 
in the uh, you know in the area, he was under siege all game long. I mean, he rarely had a clean pocket to work with, and I um, mean that's a testament to the job that Allen's defensive line, just the front seven in general, did of really just overwhelming uh, Horn at the point of attack in the trenches. Um, in the first half alone, um, you know, Givens was either sacked or tackled for a loss six times, and on several of those occasions, he was brought down by multiple tacklers. I mean, it was a uh, it was a rough night for him. He did not get a chance to uh, ever really, you know, plant his feet and try to, you know, survey the field. He was on the run pretty, pretty frequently. Did what he could to try to, uh, you know, avoid the pressure. But I mean, eventually, with the, uh, you know, as as technically precise as Allen's defense is, I mean, that's just uh, it's a rough equation when you're going to be under under duress that much. And as a result, yeah, Horn just never really got into a rhythm at all. You know, some of it was due to Allen overwhelming them up front. Other times, Horn, you know, just shot itself in the foot with penalties. They had nine penalties overall, and all of them came in the first half. So, you know, you compound the problems they had blocking with problems with penalties. Field position was tough. They were really, uh, you know, after Allen's touchdowns, um, you know, Horn never really had the benefit of getting a big return or anything to really kind of jolt, um, you know, the this, you know, special teams and, you know, give the offense a manageable field to work from. And part of that was, um, you know, a testament to the job that uh, Allen's kicker, um, you know, the first player that I'm going to mention from Allen for this one, the kicker, James Griffith, who had a, um, who had several kickoffs that were either fielded at the one yard line or right on the edge of the end zone by Horn. Um, and as a result, um, you know, Horn had, you know, three of its drives. They had one that began at the two yard line after, a, you know, a Horn returner got tripped up by the, uh, by the turf and stumbled and, yeah, his knee was down at the two yard line. Um, and then Horn had another drive that started at the 11, another that started at the 16, so just field position was not in their favor in this one. You add it all up on top of an Allen offense that was, um, that again, rocky first series, but then they began clicking very well right after that. It was just uh, all around just a uh, just a rough night for Horn. Um, not so much for Allen. Allen was, uh, was, was great. Um, no other way around it. They ended up totaling 426 yards um, uh, of offense in this. I went back and checked the numbers. Um, you know, in years past, um, like I said, the openers were, you know, openers have been tricky for Allen in recent years. You know, just between, uh, you know, between opening last year against Cedar Hill and the year before against uh, Hoover out of Alabama, Allen only averaged 24 points and 283 yards of offense across those two games. Numbers that um, you don't commonly associate with an offense that perennially finishes, you know, among the uh, among the area leaders in both points and yards per game. Um, you know, instead, uh, you know, Allen winds up, you know, with 26 points at the half and, you know, right around 225 yards of offense in one half against Horn. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, it was, it was night and day from how Allen's offense has begun, you know, the last couple seasons. And um, a lot of that was just due to them, you know, spreading the, uh, you know, really kind of showcasing both, uh, you know, both areas of their arsenal. The run game got to shine. Passing game got to shine. Um, you know, there was. You know, I mean, everybody had a chance for the uh, to share the uh, to share the spotlight. In this one, um, perhaps the most uh, you know notable, um, you know, kind of a surge in um, you know in Allen's hot start. You know, for reasons both good and bad, as I will get to, was um, was the situation at running back. Obviously, a situation that I've talked about ad nauseum. Finally, got a little bit of clarity to it. Um, you know, in seeing Allen uh, in action for the first time this season. 
um, the the debut of Andrew Henry, Andrew, Andrew Henry, who made uh, you know no shortage of headlines over the uh, over the offseason after transferring to Allen from the Episcopal School of Dallas. He um, he had one heck of a debut for the Eagles. He um, his very. I'm, in fact, I'm sure. I mean, if you if you think back um, just over the years, you'd be hard pressed to find too many running backs in Allen that have had a more emphatic debut than Andrew Henry had um, on uh, on Friday. His very first carry, a 39-yard touchdown with 20 seconds left in the first quarter for the first points of the game. Not just that he scored on a 39-yard touchdown, you know, on his very first you know carry on varsity, but it was a uh, it was a heck of a run. I mean, he was just running over, um, you know, Horns defense. Just some vis- some physical, tough, hard nose running from Henry all uh, you know all game long. He has a 39 yard run on his first carry. Later on in the uh, in the second quarter, he has back to back carries, one for 12 yards, and then a 21 yard touchdown run. So within his first three carries, um, he's got two touchdowns. He wound up um, you know he wound up. Overall, you know, he only got, he only touched the ball five times, four carries, one reception. Um, he totaled 92 yards, though, and um, you wonder, well, why five touches? Well, this is where um, you know this is where uh, some bad news comes in for Allen because early in the third quarter, after um, you know after he was brought down following a, uh, a swing pass um, that he picked up, I want to say it was a 17-yard gain, but after coming down, um, it appeared that he injured his knee. It appeared that he injured his left knee. He um, had to be helped off the field. He was able to get off under his own power, but after the game, he was on crutches, had his left knee wrapped up. Um, head coach Terry Gamble, at the time, they weren't able to really kind of discern the extent of whatever the injury was. It's a case where, um, you know, he was going to be, uh, you know, Henry's going to be evaluated on Saturday, and they'll have a better idea of what the, um, you know, what the status is, of what his status is going forward, how much time he's going to miss, if any. Um, so, obviously, yeah, I will, you know, do what I can to keep you all apprised of that but obviously uh, you know a bummer of a note for Andrew Henry you never want uh, I mean any high school player to suffer a potential serious injury in their very first game of the season heck at any point in the season injuries suck um, but yeah and they, uh, you know a bummer of a way for Henry to end what was I mean what had you know at least for that first half shaped up to be in a very very impressive debut um, so yeah we'll see what that means going forward um, otherwise um, it was a big night for Allen um, you know on the ground Grant Tisdale was heavily involved in the run game as well. He had a couple big scrambles, one for 43 yards, one for 33 yards. He was uh, very, very efficient through the air as well. He wound up finishing the uh, finishing the game with, let me pull it up, he had let's see, uh, 13 out of 19, 68%, um, you know, right, right in line with his completion percentage from last season. Um, you know, 19 passes, that's, that's, you know, Tisdale only averaged 12 passes per game last season. I was anxious to see if his, um, if his pass attempts would be, uh, you know, on the uptick this year with the inexperience that Allen had um, at running back. And um, it's just one game, so who knows? You can't really get it. It's one game sample size. Can't really read a whole lot into it from a big picture standpoint. But early on, though, at least, you know, Tisdale throwing the ball a bit more than he was last season. He completed, um, you know, 13, 13 of 19, 122 yards, three touchdowns. Um, you know, Theo Weiss got the shine plenty. Um, you know, sure enough, that connection is going to be humming all season long. And that was, um, you know, following Andrew Henry's first touchdown. Allen stretched his lead to uh, to thirteen nothing after um, you know they got down in the red zone. Tisdale puts up a jump ball for Weiss in the corner of the end zone. 
If you've followed Allen, if you've seen Theo East play, you know how that sequence ends more times than not. He um, making an acrobatic catch, you know, was able to creep his, uh, you know, creep his foot just inside the, uh, just inside the uh, the sideline to stay in bounds, and um, just a terrific touchdown catch. Your your garden variety awesome Theo East jump ball touchdown catch, the first of what I'm sure will be several this season. He had another touchdown catch later in the uh, in the third quarter, and what was the uh, the final touchdown of the game for at least Allen's starters. A, a 28-yard touchdown catcher. He just he just uh, just burned um, his uh, you know horns defensive back and uh, was all wide open. Easiest touchdown that he'll have all season. Um, so that connection was humming very well. We wound up finishing the game with uh, six catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns. Bryson Green, one of their standout sophomore wide receivers, had a touchdown as well. Caught a screen pass and was able to power his way into the end zone um, for the uh, you know for Allen's what their fourth touchdown of the uh, of the first. First half for a, for a 26-0 lead. Um, just yeah, I mean it's tough to really find much much flaw in what Allen did on offense. I mean they really took it to a uh, you know what's been a again a perennially strong horn uh, you know horn defense. Um, for Horn, um, you know, the numbers aren't pretty. There's no way around that. Um, you know, Jermaine Givens, for all of his wizardry, you know, as a, as a, as a runner, um, you know, he only musters 59 yards on 20 carries. Asias Taylor, you know, held to just 35 yards on 12 carries. So right there, you know, you have Horn getting, uh, you know, totaling just 94 yards as a team on 33, uh, you know, attempts total, less than three yards per carry. You compare that to 282 rushing yards. Yards for Allen and uh, seven and a half yards per carry. Um, overall, I mean, like I said, Allen gained 426 yards of offense. Horn gained 117. Horn had just six six first downs to Allen's 23. No matter how you slice it, this was um this was a rough one for the uh, you know for the Eagles. Uh, not for the Eagles for the Jaguars, I should say. So we shall uh, you know we'll see what becomes of this. Obviously, again, it's one game. One game does not a uh, a season make. Um, you know, Horn will turn right around though, and they've got another. Uh, you know, they've got a tall order next week when they uh, when they travel to Highland Park. Allen, meanwhile, hosts a uh, an out of state team as they welcome uh, is, uh, as they welcome East High School out of Utah, a team that runs the triple option. So it should be a. Uh, you know, a different wrinkle for the Allen defense when they get to see a uh, formation that they otherwise likely won't see for the rest of the season. See how they end up handling that uh, that challenge. Um, let's see. There's really a, let's see. I'm looking through there. There's not a whole lot else on this one. So um, yeah, might as well just wrap it up right here. Um, yeah. Once again, your uh, your final score from this one: Allen forty, Mesquite Horn zero. I guess for historical context sake, um, you know, just uh, this was. You're probably wondering, well, when's the last time that Allen had a win like this, and when's the last time Horn had a loss like that? Well, um, it's the first time that Horn has been shut out since their season opener in 2010 um, against Capel. And then for Allen, this is their most lopsided season opening win since, as far as my research has been able to deduce, 1991. And ironically enough, that game was also 40 to nothing against North Dallas. So there you go. Coming uh, in almost 30 years later, coming full circle. So that'll do it for this edition of the uh, of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. This rapid reaction once again. It's been Matt Welch, uh, folks. Hey, appreciate y'all for checking this out. You enjoy your holiday weekend. I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. 
With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.